You're listening to The Magnetic Goddess, a podcast for women who are ready to step into their power and live their best lives. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, and I'm here to guide and inspire you to take the journey back to your higher self. We'll talk about everything from personal development to career growth to relationships. We'll share tips, tools, and strategies that will help you become the most confident, successful, and magnetic version of yourself. We'll also talk to inspiring women who have already achieved their dreams and are living their best lives. We'll learn from their stories and discover what it takes to create a life that is truly fulfilling. I believe that every woman has the potential to be a magnetic goddess. She has the power to attract anything she wants in life, and she can create her birthright of abundance. I'm here to help you tap into that inner goddess and live your best life. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Let's start living our best lives together as magnetic goddesses. Okay, this is a really exciting not-so-small talk, and I'm going to tell you why. The reason is because... I have never really shared this with my community before. It's funny because people, hey, Christelle, people have come to me for years for relationship advice, way before I was ever married or remarried or any of that. Um, And I guess I just always felt like, well, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not a relationship coach. But the more that I help people design their dream lives, the more I'm realizing that building your dream relationship is a big part of dream life, right? Because if you don't want to live alone for the rest of your life, then chances are you want to have a dream relationship. And being that, you know, I have two marriages under my belt, yes, both in for myself, right? But also I have two people that I introduced that got married and are happily married and have babies together. But in addition, one of them actually is in this group. But in addition to that, Um, I've been married for almost nine years, so I feel like, you know, I've got something to share here and it is part of building your dream life, so what the heck. Um, so tonight I want to talk to you kind of about two different topics. The first one is how do you find the right person, right? Like how do you get that dream relationship? And I'm going to tell you about my dream relationship and I might cry, um, because it's really, really amazing, kind of a Cinderella fairy tale story. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you about what happens when you've already got them, right? What happens when you're with somebody and you guys are in a relationship and how do you kind of keep that going? Um, I'm going to talk to you about my relationship and, you know, kind of how it is and, and some of the things that we've done to keep it that way. If you guys have any questions or you want me to elaborate on anything or, you know, you have comments, please feel free to put them um, in the comments. Um, I want to say first and foremost, I am not an expert, okay? And I am not in any way saying that my relationship is superior to anyone else's. It works for us and maybe it'll work for you. Hi, Bridget. Okay, so here we go. The first thing that I want to tell you is that many of you guys may not know that I was divorced. I got married when I was 27. 27? Maybe? 20, 25? I don't know. It's all a blur. And I married a really great guy. Um, he was my best friend in college. We were, you know, inseparable. And we were best friends. We listened to the same music. We liked the same food. We lived on the same street. It was just, it was perfect. And we met in the teacher's name that we were, that we met in the, uh, the college class. Her name was Street. So we were like, we live on the same street. Her name's Street. It's so weird. Hey, Megan. Um, anyway, that didn't work out and I got divorced 
Um, it was a very happy divorce. I was very lucky. I had a very good divorce. And after we got divorced, I started dating. I dated a lot of guys. And not most of them were the kind of guy that I really wanted. And but before I sound all judgy when I say that, I mean like we didn't necessarily have a lot in common. Um, and I sort of kind of like threw myself at a lot of these guys. Like I was like, this guy is, you know, he'll do, and I'm just going to like throw myself at him and it's going to be great. So I put up with a lot of things from people that I dated that I probably didn't need to. And that because I was an empath, I definitely, um, I, I think I put up with more probably than I, than I should have put it that way. So anyway, I was dating this one guy. This is one of my, one of my stories that you guys might not know. I was dating this one guy and it was St. Patrick's day and I'm half Irish, right? So I was making him and he was Irish too. Really cute guy. Um, this was after my divorce. So I was making, um, corned beef and cabbage for him to come over and he had been out drinking with his buddies all day and I, he called me and he was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And he must have just stayed and, and been drinking. And I had been working all day. You know how long corned beef and cabbage takes? It's like a six hour process, maybe four. I don't know. But it was a long time. And it was my first time making it. I was trying to be domestic and be a nice girlfriend and all this other stuff. And again, this was like the like 17th guy I dated between my divorce, right? And so anyway, so he find, I finally get him to come over. He comes over. He's drunk as a skunk. He comes up to my apartment where I was putting together one of those Ikea bed things and I'm like putting all the screws in and all this stuff. And I like couldn't figure it out and I was waiting for him trying to be, you know, the doting girl and all that. So he gets there and it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm making this food. He can barely even stand up. And he's trying to help me put this bed together and he's dropping screws all over the floor. And I'm freaking out because I have downstairs neighbors, right? And like my landlord is probably gonna get called or something. So I'm like, you can't do that. Like you can't be so loud. And he turns around and he looks at me and he's like, shut the F up or something like that. Like he was clearly intoxicated. And he and I was like, you know what? Go home. Seriously, just go home. And he was like, you know what? We're done. And I looked at him and I went, you think? And then like he might have called me on the way home or something like that. And I know this now, I didn't know it at the time, but it was like all of a sudden, all these angels came down from heaven and went, you have passed your test. And I literally never met another guy like that. Like once I had that deal breaker that I was like, mm -mm, nope, not doing it. I stopped finding those kind of guys. In fact, I ended up meeting my future husband like two weeks later. So let's talk after I tell you that story. And by the way, that guy, he looked me up a couple of years later when I was happily married. And he was like, you know what? You're the one that got away. He's like, I am so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, it happens. It happens. But it was just so cool to be on the other end of that. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so let's talk about how do we go about if you haven't already got the right guy, what did I do to find my right guy? So the first thing you need to do is know your deal breakers. You're going to want to make a list of the things that just won't fly. If you're not going to date a guy or you don't want to date a guy or a girl that smokes, then that's on the deal breaker list. Okay. If you don't want to date someone that has been divorced more than three times, that goes on the deal breaker list. I am not here to judge your deal breaker list. I'm just telling you, you need to have one. You need to have hard and fast boundaries. There's that word again, for those of you who've taken the um, Unstoppable Empath course, 
You need to have hard and fast boundaries for what isn't okay. And I am not here to judge or tell you what those should be. That is something that your therapist or your mom or your best friend can do, or me, you know, if we coach together. Hi, Alicia. But absolutely, <laughs> Alicia's met some of the real, the real winners that I've dated between my divorce. I was just talking about after my divorce before I met William and some of the, the winners that I dated. Um, and so Alicia's from back home, so she knows she knows me way back, all the way to high school. And so um, you need to know what those deal breakers are. And if somebody breaks a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. And that means there's no more. You don't say, oh, but, you know, I mean, I used to tell my dad, like, but dad, he he's going to get his license back soon. Or dad, you know, he, he I don't know, he something like I just I, I would make excuses for these people um, and I ended up dating a lot of narcissists and it's really simple it's so simple make the list of the deal breakers and then hey Laferne and then don't mess with the deal breakers and I do this with my clients all the time I'm like what is it that you want in a relationship or what don't you want put those things on a list and when you're going through your dating those people go on the deal breaker list right like if they're not if they don't fit the criteria, they're gone. And it doesn't mean they're not nice people. And it doesn't mean that there isn't someone out there for them. But girlfriend, it ain't you. So let them go. Okay, so that's the first thing. Know your deal breakers. The next thing is know how you want to feel. Okay, so when I decided that I wanted to find the right guy, the first thing I did was put my hands up and say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. So rather than pursuing anyone in particular, I'm just gonna start thinking about, oh, Alicia, you're a sweet pea. I'm gonna start thinking about what it is that I want. And the way that I did this was I started to think about how I, <laughs> part two to this will be Indian matchmaking. Yes, how did you know? <laughs> no, part two is tonight. I've got part two, it's all queued up. Um, and so, Knowing how you want to feel. So, for example, when I, hi Laura, when I started deciding that I was going to date and what I wanted, I had to sit down and think, what do you even want? Like, what if it showed up on your doorstep? Would you even know what it was? And I started to think about some things that I really wanted. And one of the things I wanted was a guy who was going to be nice to me, hey Alicia, in front of his friends. It was important to me that the guy be nice to me in front of his friends because I dated a lot of guys that made fun of me in front of their friends or, you know, tried to make an example out of me in front of their friends. And he needed to get along good with his parents. And he probably shouldn't have any felonies because that was never a deal breaker before. It is now. We'll go into that at some point. Um, <laughs> not tonight though. So you need to know how you want to feel. So some of the things that I did was start to think about like, how did I want my relationship to be, right? Like how did I want to feel day to day? And so like one of the things I wanted was I was imagining like what it would be like to drive home from work because I worked in an office to drive home from work and imagine that this guy was calling me like, hey, babe, what do you want for dinner? I'm at the grocery store and I'm just kind of trying to figure out what you want. You know, let me know. Call me back. Or like a guy that calls me in the morning and calls me sugar or sweet pea or something cute like that. Right. Like I wanted like someone who like lit up for me like I needed it wasn't enough that like we clicked I wanted someone and not in like an obsessive creepy like you way but I wanted someone that like was excited to be with me that like I was the girl for them you know I always felt like I was kind of like 
the subtle girl. Like I, I used to listen to love songs and I'd be like, that song, like he, he's singing it about a girl, but the guys don't think that about girls. Guys don't feel that way. And I desperately wanted that. I wanted a guy who truly felt that way about me. So that was really important. Um, and you know, I thought about some of those gestures that like I'd seen on TV and just things that I wanted and things like driving in a car and having somebody grab your knee, like the outside of your knee, like you see in those pictures, you know, or somebody who like moves the hair out of your face or something as simple as like picking up your chin to kiss you. Like these were the things that I wanted. And <laughs> I wish my best friend was here, but she's not in here. That's okay. Um, she and I were going through divorces at the same time and I used to, <laughs> yes, you, yes, you is so good, but it's so true, right? Um, I, I totally would have fallen for a Joe. I totally would have in my old days. In fact, I think I did. But again, that's another story. You guys, I could write a whole book about the losers that I dated. Like maybe I should, maybe I should write a whole book about the serious losers that I dated. But anyway, um, so me and Sarah, my best friend, who I adore to the moon and back, we both went through divorces pretty much the same time. Or hers was a little bit after mine, but they were kind of close. And we were like dating at the same time and all that stuff. And some of the guys that we dated met each other and all this other stuff. So one time we were snowed in during this snowstorm, right? <laughs> I had like Cookie Monster slippers and I was like putting plastic bags over them to shovel the driveway because like we didn't know it was going to snow. We had some really good times, me and Sarah, between our, yeah, anyway. So we were watching, we were binging Taylor Swift videos and um, when this song Mine came on and Taylor Swift, you know, she sings, if you haven't heard the song Mine, it's all about like this happened and this happened and we were together and we both had, you know, I had a really tra traumatizing childhood, but you understood and we were in and you were the best thing that's ever been mine. And she had this line in the song and she kept saying, I can see it now. I can see it now. And at one point I took my glasses off, right? Cause like I'm hanging out with my best friend. I don't need to look cute. And I took my glasses off and I just sat there and I rubbed my eyes and I just kept saying, I can see it now. I can see it now. I can see it now. And I started thinking about what does that look like for me? Like, what does my I can see it now look like? Right. So I started thinking about like what that would look like in my life and what this guy would look like and how our life would be and what I really, truly wanted. And that was the moment that it all unlocked. Right. Because I actually sat down and thought about it. What do I want? And so I decided exactly what I wanted and who I wanted this guy to be. And that's when the magic happened. So here we go. You ready? Here's the, the most amazing love story I've ever heard. And we might go long tonight. And if you need to jump off, it's okay. But I'm going to tell you anyway. So there I was. I was working in an office. And I was on a dating website. And I was specifically looking for guys that were... Um, that lived outside of Boston, right? Like I really, I had always fallen in love with the city of Savannah ever since I was a little girl. Um, and I just wanted to live there when I grew up. So I decided to Google the zip code for Savannah, no lie. So I Google the zip code for Savannah and up pops this guy and he's really cute, but he kind of has like a mean face. Like he's kind of like, right? So it says he's in the military, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking like, he's going to be mean and he's going to be like all, you know, like those guys that never gave me the time of day. And then at one point he says something about, I have five kids. If you have kids, oh, and I have five kids that I love. If you have kids, I'll love them too. And I remember reading that and I didn't have kids, but I remember reading that and just being like, wow, what a sweet, sweet guy. 
And so I said, you know what, I'm going to message this guy just to tell him like, hey, I think it's really sweet that you said that, right? Like, I live really far away. Don't get mad at me for messaging you. I'm way too far to date, but I just want you to know that someone today saw what you wrote and it was really, really sweet. So I didn't think anything was going to come of it. Well, go figure. This guy's online. And he messages me and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what he said. I don't know. I should have saved it. I didn't. And he said something. And then I wrote back. And then he said something. And then I wrote back. And then we just went all day long while I was getting paid at my job. Sorry, boss. And we ended up, I don't know if it was that day or the next day, we ended up talking on the phone. And then we talked on the phone the next night. And I think the one point we talked for like four hours. And we were G-chatting while we were talking. And we friended each other on Facebook. And then we were talking over Facebook. And it was pissing everybody off. Because we were just like going back and forth. And like everybody could see it in their news feed. Because there was like, what, 2,100 people on Facebook at the time? 2011, right? So, um, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. I don't want to sneeze. I'm telling you a good story. Hold on. I've been sneezing all day. So, um, anyway, so then at one point he mentions that he's deploying and I was super sad and I'm like, ew, why am I talking to a guy that's deploying? So I start to like kind of pull back and then we started talking more. And then over the weekend we Skyped and we, we Skyped without video. We had a video, but we just didn't use it. I don't know. It was weird. And we were Skyping for like hours. And then I had time off from work. It was Patriots Day weekend and me and Sarah always usually usually went to the Patriots Day Red Sox game. But for some reason I was like, no, I'm going to just, you know, she's like, you need to go check this out. You need to go meet this guy and see what this is all about. And I was like, eh, he's on the internet. I don't even know. I don't know him. What if it's not really him? I've watched enough episodes of Catfish. She's like, you need to go. So I was like, okay, all right, fine. So I message him and I'm like, hey, um, I have some time off next week. I was thinking of maybe coming to Savannah. What do you think? And he was like, well, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh that weekend because I'm on block leave, right? Because I'm deploying after that. I'm going to go see my, my best friend and my sister lives there. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, but you can come to Savannah. I mean, you can come to Pittsburgh if you want. I was like, and my little heart went, go go, go. So I was like, okay. So we talked on the phone the whole night before and Sarah drove me to the airport and I was super scared. Cause you know how like you date a guy and like, like, or you look at a picture of a guy and like in some pictures, he's like gorgeous. And when I tell you my husband's gorgeous, I mean like gorgeous. Like he's so gorgeous, like model gorgeous even. Like people that don't usually say people are cute, like say my husband's really cute. Anyway, why did I say that? Right, cause in some pictures, not so much like there's some pictures where like he just I couldn't really tell like I was like oh is he I don't I don't know and I'm sure he did the same thing I'm not saying that I'm any prize so please don't think that I'm being superficial but I'm just telling you like as a girl like you're looking at pictures and you're like oh I don't know there's a shadow like does he have a dent in his head like I don't know whatever so <laughs> not really but you know what I mean so anyway she just drives me to the airport I'm on the plane I get off the plane and I know he's going to be there somewhere. And he asked me what my car rental is. And I'm like, I don't want this guy to be waiting for me. Like, what if he's not cute? What if he's not like, what if there's no chemistry? I need to see him before he sees me. So I was like, 
I don't know. I don't know what my car rental is. So I lie. <laughs> and I got off the plane and I come down the escalator. Okay. And I'm looking for my car rental, right? Because I'm figuring he's probably going to be lurking somewhere looking for it. But I figured the airport would be pretty big. I come down the escalator. I look into the eyes of the most gorgeous human being I've ever seen. I mean, it was like every movie. I Like, I was reading Twilight at the time. It was like, Edward, pfft, who cares about Spain? Sparkly vampires. Not this kid. It was love at first sight. It was, it was beyond love at first sight. It was like cosmic connection. And... I had the most incredible weekend with him. Um, I'll spare you the details. They were pretty romantic. There's pictures you can see. Um, and at one point, you know, when we were, he dropped me back off at the airport and I said, so what happens now? And he goes, you move to Savannah and we get married. And we did. So that's my story. Um, and he is everything I ever wanted in a, in a, in a man puts his hand on my on my leg when I drive, asks me what I want for dinner, treats me like a queen. Why? Because that's what I wanted. That's what I demanded. And the universe was like, "Oh, okay, you're going to wait for what you really want, for what you really what you really desire, what you really deserve." Okay, cool. And that's when things changed. So, um I know for a fact that 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 those things work, right? Um knowing your deal breakers knowing how you want to feel and feeling that now feeling that in the moment i can see it now right like just enveloping yourself with that feeling so that's the first part but you're like emily i already i already got a guy or a girl and i'm already with them and we've been together forever like how do i make that my dream relationship so i'm actually in that position now too um i've been married for um, almost nine years. It'll be nine years in November. And I've got some, some pointers for you if you'd like for how to kind of build your dream marriage on that side too, um, or your dream relationship. So the first thing that I would recommend is to have the highest level of respect. And what do I mean by that? Do you ever notice that like when it comes to your kids, you don't really like you treat them differently, right? Like, like you have such a, like almost like a reverence for them. Like you don't say mean things to them because they have these gentle little hearts. Well, in a way, your spouse or your partner is like that, right? So what I recommend is never, never, oh, no way, Alicia, that's so cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we live right outside of Savannah. So um, what I recommend is we don't sling mud. I can tell you unequivocally in almost nine years, I've never called my husband a name, not once. I have sworn at him. I have said F you several times, right? Because that's an exclamation and an angry and a, but I've never called him a name. I've never disrespected him to anyone else. Those are hard and fast rules that I have. And it's served me really well. I don't have to think back to any time where I was, you know, disrespectful to him. And he can say the same for me. He's never done that to me either. It's just something that makes marriage and, and life a lot easier. So I know you're probably rolling your eyes like, oh, but you know, and by the way, this doesn't go for abusive relationships. So this has to be a relationship where your partner is willing and desires to be better, right? Like if you're in a relationship with a like, screw you, I like the way I am, like that, I can't help you with that, right? That has to be a different conversation. But if you're in a relationship where your partner is like on board and wants things to get better, then this is, this is what I recommend. So that's the first thing, the highest level of respect, right? Like, it's just so much better. It's so much better when 
when you just don't have to feel like there's anything that you could feel bad about. Like you don't feel like, I don't know, like there's nothing you have to take back. I think that's really important. The second thing is to over communicate your expectations. So what I mean by that is my husband and I, we don't think the same, we don't communicate the same. And when we struggle, when we get into arguments, is when one of us thinks the other one wants something different than that person thought we wanted. <laughs> so to put that in an easier way, when I think that I'm communicating and I'm like, oh, well, this is what I thought. And he's like, oh, well, this is what I thought. When we kind of cross paths in the middle, that's kind of like where we lose that, right? Like, so what we do is we go out of our way to communicate. We go above and beyond to communicate. Like, hey, I'm gonna go in my room and do work on my phone. Let me know if you need me to mind the kids or something to that effect, right? So like we go out of our way to communicate all the time. I did follow the law of attraction, yes. I absolutely did, yep, sure did. Um, and so we, so it's really important like that we know what the other person thinks because if we, we like how many times have you gotten mad at your partner because you think they knew something and they had no idea? Or like, I'll be like, well, what that, like, okay, perfect example. The other day, um, the dog got into the trash and tore up a bunch of diapers. And I was like, what the heck, Will? You said you were gonna empty that trash. And he's like, no, I didn't. I said I'd empty the trash in the kitchen. I was like, no, you didn't, because remember I was telling you and I was coming out of the bathroom and I had my contacts and I said I couldn't put my contacts in the bedroom in the bedroom trash. And he goes, oh, you're right, that did happen. But like, if I was just like WTF, like, and I didn't ever say anything to him, you know, that, that could be something that would cause a rift with us. So it's really important that we do that, that we say like, hey, I'm really tired today and I didn't get a lot of sleep because I was up with Omri. So if I'm a little bit gruff with you, don't take it personally. I'm just exhausted, right? And I'll be like, oh yeah, no problem. I totally get it. Today, when both of our sons were up almost all night, I've said to my husband several times, like, are you okay? Do you need me to watch them? Do you need me to go? I can, I can, you know, do my work on my phone or I can let them ride their bikes in the front yard. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay. So that's another thing, over-communicating. And then the last thing that's really important for having a good marriage and having a, a strong um, dream um, relationship is dreaming together. You may not want the same things as your spouse, but you definitely both want things. And it's okay to parallel dream. So the things that my husband wants are sometimes different than what I want, but we have to come together about what our dream life together looks like because that's where the magic happens. That's where that excitement happens. So like today in the car, we were on our way to the chiropractor. We had all the kids in the car and I was looking over at, you know, this really pretty green grass. And I was like, I miss grass. We used to have awesome grass in Boston. He's like, and he perks up and he goes, you like grass? I was thinking about redoing our grass. And I was like, yeah, I love grass. And he's like, great, we should have great grass. And I was like, we should have great grass. And so we had that dream together. Like now all of a sudden it's like, we are, we are cute fighters. You've been here for those fights, haven't you? Um, and so, you know, now we're both like, we wanna have good grass. And so now we're looking, you know, he's watching videos, not my thing, I don't wanna watch videos about growing grass, but I'm looking, I'm happy to look at Pinterest pictures of pretty lawns and show him those 
and you know it's gonna cost XYZ amount of dollars all right no problem I can get XYZ amount of clients and we'll have nice grass and so we have this dream together to have nice grass and I mean granted it just started today but we have other ones right there's other things that we that we really want together he really wants a bamboo garden I mean again another thing from outside but it's something that he wants and I really want a koi pond and so we talk about like those days when we'll have these amazing things together um, we talk about you know what it's gonna be like when we don't have to pay child support anymore like that'll be awesome like that's a dream at this point right because he's got three kids and um, well two now because one of them's over 18 but you get the idea so we dream together we don't dream apart um we have different dreams right like i want to write a book and i want to give t a ted talk and i want to be on a stage and have change a million lives and he doesn't want that but he wants that for me and he's willing to support me in my work to do that and again it's like when you take that person that fits perfectly with you, then you like buckle into a different roller coaster and you're like, okay, now we're in this together. Like we're like this soldered metal together of this family. And now we're going to take that to the next level, you know, together. And so we have the same goals and the same aspirations. And, you know, lucky us. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I hear. I know. And, and I told him that, but he wants, like, you know, at the Jacksonville Zoo, how they have, like, the little, like, I don't know, maybe you don't, but at the Jacksonville Zoo, they have a bamboo garden, and he just absolutely loves it. And I don't know, hard to tell him that I'm not really a bamboo girl, but, um, yeah. So, needless to say, at some point, we're probably going to have a bamboo garden. Um, so, maybe we'll just find a way to get it to, to calm down. I know, I don't think I did not think of that. Do not think that I did not think about the panda thing because it definitely crossed my mind. At the very least, I could like have like a holographic panda that could like live in there, I'm thinking. I don't know, something. There's gonna be some kind of panda in my future. I might like adopt one in another country that I get to visit once every six years or something like that. So yeah, um, you guys had questions and I thought it would be a cool idea if I grab him um, because I know one of you had a question for both of us. So I'm going to grab him and suck him over here and then you can ask a couple of you questions. So BRB, okay? Hey, Will. Will. So this is my husband, William. And um, somebody had a question. Okay. And the question was, I already forget it. It was, how did you know that each other were the one? Like, how did you know it was the right person? It, it's hard. It's scary to, to step out in faith when you just feel like, someone's the right person especially after being burned you know twice in my case and um and just taking that step but all of our conversations just click like we the things that really mattered mattered to both of us and and that and, and it wasn't conventional like the things that mattered to me were not like the conventional things that were supposed to matter i, I tried that twice and it didn't work 
like the things that really mattered to me mattered to both of us and we just it just we got along we it just matched yeah i think for me it was that i had this overwhelming feeling of like like just love like it was just like this this exuberant wonderful feeling that just kind of just stuck there and I had roommates at the time and I was trying to explain to them what it felt like and I just like like it was like I couldn't breathe like I was just like it was it was like every movie ever said and the way that I imagined that Romeo felt about Juliet or Juliet felt about Romeo um, it was just this incredible energy that I had never had before and I was like I can't live another minute like without continuing to have this and so yeah that was that was kind of what it was for me you making eggs I love you love you too if you guys have any questions he's in the group you can put questions for him in the comments um and then he can answer them for you when he has a chance but yeah he's uh he's a real keeper that one very 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 blessed to have that man in my life and if you have any other questions for me, I'll definitely take those. Um, while we're winding down, I hope this was helpful. I hope you didn't feel like I just sat here and like lectured you. I really felt, you know, I was really hesitant to go live and talk about this because I just feel, I don't even feel as bad about talking about money as I do about relationships because I feel like relationships for me just, it's like, who am I, right? Like between us, we have three. I don't know, I can't add, but we have a lot of, we have a lot of marriages, right? Um, we didn't figure it out until we figured it out. My hope was just that maybe just one tiny tidbit of what we had to share might be something that would help somebody or would, you know, make you feel like you deserve more or that, you know, it's time to do the real work. And so, and, and the other thing too is that um, two of my clients right now, three of my clients, three of my, <laughs> no worries, three of my clients right now are um, working on relationships and it's something that I, that I help with, right? So I figured that I should at least acknowledge, you know, that it's something that I kind of know what I'm talking about. So if you guys want to hear more about relationships in this group, I know we're talking about entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs, you know, they got to have spouses and couples and all that too. So if it's something you want to hear more about, you know, we can definitely talk about it more in the group because I do feel like I do have kind of a lot to say about it. I just have never felt like anybody really wanted to hear it, but I guess I'm just as good of an expert as anybody else. <laughs> um, cause you know, we're all trying to figure it out. And that being said, I want to remind you guys, I have the most amazing free workshop coming up and I can't tell you about it yet because it's just, when I tell you, you're, your mind is going to be blown, but you're going to love it. And you're going to get a lot out of it. You're going to get a lot out of the free workshop. My goal is that you're going to get so much out of the free workshop that you're just going to like, it's going to heal you in a lot of ways. Um, so I'm really excited about that. If you haven't signed up for a dream design intensive, you need to do that. Because let me tell you, the breakthroughs these clients of mine are having for $197 are legit. Like the people that I'm working with, the things they're finding out about themselves are absolutely crazy. I mean, like these are things that I'm like, 
I can't even believe that we just found this out in an hour on your call and you'll never not know it again. The thing is though, they're very intensive energy wise, so I can only do five of them a week. And generally speaking, I'm booked up with all five of them by Wednesday. So I'm just reminding you, if you think at all you wanna do a Dream Design Intensive, you need to either PM me or put Dream Design Intensive in the comments. What do you get for the Dream Design Intensive? You go make your own board, I'll show you what to do, and then we do an hour together and I will walk you through all of the inner workings of your subconscious, all the stuff that your subconscious is trying to tell you, the stuff that it's like, hey, this is why we're really here and this is what you need to focus on. That is what we're going to work on. And I'm going to show you some of the messages that you're just too busy or too overwhelmed or too scatterbrained to hear. And once you hear those messages, you and your brain will know exactly what to do with them. So, oh, it looks like, yeah. Yes, and I will have your write-up done tonight. I just uploaded your video, so um, I'm really looking forward to writing up. Um, I have to watch the last 10 minutes because there were a couple things that I forgot that I was gonna write up. But yes, so Mitch just took one, so look, there's four left now. I can only do five of those a week. I probably should only do three, but I'm committed to doing five for now. Um, until life just gets too out of control. But they're $197. You have the recording, you have the, um, the write-up, you get action items of what to do. So if any of you have done my dream, um, my dream archetype assessment, my freebie that takes you through the scripts, this is basically how you build your own script and how you do things your own way and how you get into alignment with what you're trying to create. And why is my foot sticky? Weird. Maybe that's from Will just standing next to me. He probably had something on his leg. So yeah, so if you want one of those, like I said, Mitch just claimed one, so there's only four left for the week. And then um, I'll have more next week, I think, maybe. And then all kinds of other juicy things. Okay, I'm rambling because people are leaving. So I hope you guys have an amazing night. I hope this was helpful. Will you let me know in the comments if this was helpful? Um, and if you have any questions or there's anything outstanding that you know, you're like, hey, I wanna know this, uh, Bridget, I will definitely drop your question in the comments and I will have Will get back to you. Um, when is the start? Can we do next week? Yeah, yeah, we can do it next week. Yeah, okay, so we still have five for this week. Um, but we're get, word travels fast. So, yeah. All right, I hope you guys have an amazing night. I will see you again Wednesday. We have a Wednesday Wisdom. I don't remember who it is. I think it's Britt Miller, I think. I'll check. But we have one on Wednesday and... So many fun things. Oh, my photo shoot is tomorrow. My photo shoot for the website. I'm redoing the website. This amazing girl is coming. I saw her work. I'm so excited. So that's where I'll be all day tomorrow. But don't worry. I'll pop up a couple videos for you. And you can still claim intensives and all that good stuff. I really am going. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Dream Builder. Are you loving this stuff? Do you want more? more human design, law of attraction, and manifestation, then my Designed to Dream membership is for you. You'll get the Dream Design Vault packed with pre-recorded content to help you design and manifest your dreams, a monthly group coaching call with me, and a monthly theme and meditations to support you on your journey. Membership is just $47 a month, and you can cancel anytime with no hassle. Join us and start designing your dreams now.